Well, happy feast day. Corpus Christi, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. This being one of those powerfully unique and beautiful solemnities that we've put on the calendar over the centuries. And I think it's so important, especially today, that we have this feast, that we have this opportunity for all of us to gather and to remind ourselves that Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior of all the world, who died on the cross and rose from the dead, will become substantially present on the altar in just a few moments. Make no mistake about it. It will truly happen. I believe. Help my unbelief. If you recall these three big feasts that we were doing, Pentecost, Trinity, and Corpus Christi, we picked this theme because it's so incredibly important in the world today to remind ourselves that we still have more to do. We still have further to reach. If you recall, it's based on that passage from Mark's Gospel. There was a father whose son was possessed by a demon, and as hard as the disciples were trying, they couldn't cast the demon out. And so when Jesus comes, the man approaches him and uses that strange expression, if you want, you can heal him, Lord. And Jesus gives him like, if? If? He says, if you believe, it's possible. He goes, I do believe, Lord. Help my unbelief. I pray that myself all the time in, in my own prayer. I pray it frequently because it's a reminder, it's an expression that I'm not there yet. It's a reminder, an expression that I could still have a stronger faith. See, that man, he approached Jesus and he had a, a level of faith, but he realized the reason his son wasn't being healed was because his faith didn't go far enough. His faith wasn't strong enough. And I think so many of us, our faith lives are like that. We, we have a belief. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord. We believe that he is a miracle worker. We believe in the words that he said, but it never actually is part of who I am. It never is internalized and made real for me. See, faith, faith the, the, what I find in a lot of people, and, and even in my own life sometimes, faith is one of those things that, yeah, I do and I don't, I do and I, like, I, I want to go further, but I'm afraid. I hold back. I cling to what's familiar to me. I stay away from what seems exceptional or difficult. I don't want to be disappointed, so I don't go the full distance. Or there's the type where you've met them, I'm sure. There are people whose faith is just so lively and so real that from the moment you meet them, you know that they are believer. You know that they accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. In fact, their faith is not only that strong, but it's not something that they'll force on anybody else, but they'll become attractive to others. They attract others to Jesus Christ. Help my unbelief. When it comes to the most sacred body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ, I've seen so many good works to help us with that. So many good things that remind us of just how profound the reality that we are talking about. The reality that a small piece of bread and a small amount of wine 
will become Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. But belief on the inside is manifested on the outside. And so I think that man that approached Jesus in Mark's gospel had some belief, but it wasn't manifested. It wasn't strong. It wasn't vibrant. So you believe in the Eucharist, that you're not going to come to church here week after week without some level of faith, without some idea that Jesus Christ is going to come to you this, this afternoon, without some idea that Jesus Christ will be consumed by you and come into your soul. But to what end? To what purpose? You know, I, 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 I saw a good uh, video with Dr. Scott Hahn where he talked about the Eucharist and his conversion to the faith, if you've never heard it, is well worth a listen. This is a Baptist preacher who happened to fall into the hands of a, of a Catholic parish. He slipped into a church and he thought for sure that he was going to see this pagan rite, this horrible thing, this non-scriptural thing that the Catholic Church, that whore of Babylon has invented, that he was going to be able to tear it to shreds and finally once and for all prove that we Catholics are just like living in fantasy. And the more he listened, the more he heard, the more he realized that down from the very beginnings of our faith, the Eucharist is body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Almost every part of the Holy Mass he started to recognize from the sacred scriptures he knew. Words that we say that we don't even think about anymore that are right out of the Bible. From the very beginnings of our church. They may not, like, you know, St. Paul in his letter today, he's speaking about the reality of the Eucharist. He might not have the language of transubstantiation that Thomas Aquinas gave us, but St. Paul has a basic faith that that bread is no longer bread, that that wine is no longer wine, even though it may look like it. It really, truly has changed. And if we truly believe that, I, I want you to think for a second, because Dr. Scott Hahn talked about how one time he ended up at the front of the church and had the opportunity to watch people receiving Holy Communion. He didn't want to be judgmental or anything, but he just realized, he goes, people come forward, and they just look so apathetic, non-caring, like it's no big deal. And, and he even goes on to say, like, you know, the priest will say, body of Christ, amen, body of Christ, amen, body of Christ, amen. But, and, he, and he said, it, it was amazing to him. He goes, what if the priest said a million dollars, people go, oh yeah. We should have that kind of excitement, that kind of faith that says, no, I know where I am. I know what's going to happen. I know that this really is Jesus Christ. And if it really is Jesus Christ, I have to start living my life differently. And I think that's some of the struggle that many of us have. I've grown very comfortable with the niche that I'm in. I've grown very comfortable with the faith that I believe. I've grown very, very stagnant in my prayer life, and I'm okay with that. But what's happening on the inside will manifest on the outside. Lord, help my unbelief. I really do want to believe, Lord, but for some reason, I haven't internalized it. I haven't taken possession of it. I don't own that faith. It's a faith that's been given to me. It's a faith that I can intellectually ascend to, but it's not personal. It's not a personal belief.
And that's, I believe, what the man was struggling with. And that's what Jesus is getting from the Jews of his time. That bread of life discourse, bar none, if that doesn't convince somebody of the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, I don't know what does. I don't know how those fundamentalists can say that the Eucharist is not real with a passage like that. Jesus didn't say, this bread is like my body, this bread represents my body. He said, no, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink of his blood, you think Jesus was saying, eh, it's not real. You know, it's symbolic. It's just something nice. He didn't say those words. He said clearly, eat my flesh, drink my blood. And so from the very early foundations of our faith, yes, the Eucharist actually is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And we have to change our lives to conform to that reality. We have to be different. Our faith has to be manifesting itself. If, G if you really believe in the Most Holy Eucharist, yes, you will want to be worthy to receive it. You'll go to confession as often as you have to, to be worthy when you come forward for the Eucharist. And if you haven't been to confession for a long time, maybe consider not going to communion until you do. I believe, help my unbelief. A big part of that faith is getting right with God. A big part of receiving the Eucharist, no, no, no one of us are perfect but it's getting right with God, changing our sins into virtues, turning over our lives to the grace that we receive and being changed from within so that when we go out of this building, when we go forth from this building, if we truly are empowered by the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, if we truly believe in that, then others will see it and they'll want to say, what are you on? What, what, what's happened to you? What, what, why do you so, like, you, you exude this joy, this, this loveliness, this, this, you become attractive to others, and then you can say, it's because of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's because of the one who feeds me with his body and blood. It's because of the grace that I receive in any of the sacraments. And if you're not sure, come and see. It worked on Dr. Scott Hahn. He slipped in and was converted. He slipped into a Catholic Mass and was converted. I think as Catholics, we really need to once again grow in our appreciation of the Eucharist. There's plenty of good resources on Formed about it. There's a good book in the back I saw, The Jewish Roots of the Eucharist by Dr. Brand Petrie. Anything by Dr. Brand Petrie right now, I love. He's, he's brilliant. Anything by Dr. Scott Hahn on the Eucharist, go read it. He has a book called The Fourth Cup. He's got a book called The Lamb's Supper. You, you like to read a little bit, You'll be, you'll be riveted by these books. You'll be drawn in by these books. They're so powerfully written by someone whom you can see has it on the inside, who gets it, who loves it, who wants others to do the same. And that, my dear brothers and sisters, is where we're at. Lord, help my unbelief. I really believe, I believe that Jesus Christ is in the Eucharist, but I only go so far. Lord, help my unbelief so I can make that leap of faith to live the truth, to live the goodness, to live the reality of what I receive. And I am going to receive body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. If it's on the inside, it's going to manifest itself 
on the outside. So at the end of Mass today, we want to symbolically do that part of it. We're going to put the host into a monstrance and we're going to process out into the community here and walk along Old Dock Road and come around to our outdoor altar where we'll have a final benediction and prayer. That is, an, is our way of saying to the world, look who we have here. He's really present here. And we'll show the community the truth. We'll show the community our faith. We will walk along singing hymns of Eucharistic praise and saying those words, I believe, I believe, I believe. Help my unbelief. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, is a blessed feast day. It's a wonderful opportunity for you and for me to celebrate the very reality of the presence of Jesus Christ in the most blessed sacrament. It doesn't get any better than this, except for the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. This is it. This is numero uno in my book after that. So with joy today, we proclaim our faith. I believe, O Lord, in your real presence in the Most Holy Eucharist, and I want to do everything in my life to make myself worthy for you and to help others to do the same. God bless you.